Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Woo! Merry Christmas from the Nate La la, Marquez. Oh, I started recording hey. just in between your ooh la la. Bienvenue, uh, <laughs> Russell Moore. Ah, oui. <laughs> <laughs> One of the funniest things I saw this year was uh, I was out uh, having a drink with some people who I didn't know very well. They worked in um, like a production company, mm. and one of them was a cameraman, and mm. he was looking up at the moon. Uh, in North Yorkshire, right. and he looks up and he went, ah, la lune. And <laughs> somebody turned to him and went, oh, habla espanol? And he went, nay. <laughs> <laughs> nay. Nay. Oh, I love it. El diablo, I would have said. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know any more? I don't know. I can think like, no. Nay. Buenas, buenas, buenas noches. Uh, I don't think there is any more Spanish. I don't think anyone knows anymore. You must know something football. El foto. Es que el podcast. <laughs> Were they right in Barcelona? Something like that. More than a club, as I can't remember. This, uh, it's good that don't we mind, do this it? because what, what it shows is that, you know, the British people are not ignorant of European culture. No, we are pigs. <laughs> we are completely not a pigs. Uh, pour le français, c'est un cochon. Okay. <laughs> let's, oui. <laughs> um, let's. Je regarde la wrestling. Let's not. Uh, in French, it's le catch. Le catch? Yeah, <gasps> le catch. Le catch. Catchers catch can. Oh, that used to be the style. Is it? They, they still used to say that in Britain back in the sixties and seventies. It's the catcher's catch can style. What um, does that mean? Like, I don't quite know. A bit I think fancy. You might you might also call it like all in wrestling. I think it was to differentiate it between amateur without saying showbiz rest. Oh right, okay. Yes, not not hundred yeah. percent sure. Um, I'm sure someone will be able to correct me on that. If and I'm, they uh, fucking will. If I'm just making things up. Um, <laughs> Talking of making things up. Yes. New Jack's one of my favourite wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> New Jack, uh, there's a lot of swearing in this match. Um, I presume it was a house show that got filmed inadvertently. Uh, I believe this was slightly bigger than that, actually. Oh. So this is uh, a match between New Jack and uh, Vic Grimes, mm. and it's uh, a famous match. It's a 40-foot 
scaffold match. Yes. And it was part of an event which I think was later released on DVD by XPW, which was called Freefall. Right. Uh, that will give you some indication as to how the match ends, possibly. <laughs> um, XPW is a, uh, a federation which really spins off the back of ECW. Right. ECW, which we haven't really talked about no. in this WrestleMemus, which is a shame. I, I should have actually picked something from it. Um, but, <laughs> too late now. I mean, it's nearly <laughs> January. Um, they, they were one of the, the, the big influential success stories of the 90s. Right. They were a, a independent organisation who became very successful, who influenced the Attitude Era, mm. um, were run by Paul Heyman, uh, many of the stars of ECW went on to become huge stars in the WWE and WCW. Mm. And ultimately, WCW and WWE both worked with ECW. Um, they funneled money towards it. They used it as a feeder ground. They took the stars from it. And WWE would actually bring it back uh, in a second incarnation after it folded. Right. Just because the name value was so big. Mm. People for years chanted ECW at WWE and uh, WCW events. They chanted it for many, many years after it folded. It was very, very popular. One of those organisations that did very, very well with the hardcore and older fans. People right. liked its level of intensity mm. and violence. It's remembered unfairly for just being this sort of thing where uh, an organisation where people couldn't wrestle and they just hit each other with chairs. Yeah. There's much more to it than that. It, it pioneered uh, Mexican wrestling in the, uh, in the USA. Rey Mysterio's first American matches happened in uh, ECW yeah. well, for an American federation. Um, some of the, the names they, they brought over, like Masato Tanaka and uh, um, Tajiri, they went on to have bigger mainstream careers as a result. So they're an interesting organisation. What happened in 1999, as we have this huge wrestling boom, is imitators sprang up. Mm. And one of the, the first imitators to take on ECW was a company called XPW. And they were run by a guy called Rob Black. And Rob Black was uh, a guy from Los Angeles who was involved in the pornography industry. Right. Um, he ran a company called uh, Extreme Associates uh, with his wife, who was called Lizzie Borden. And he used XPW. He was a big wrestling fan, and he used that in some way in conjunction with the pornography. So he had a big DVD distribution company, so he ah. then began doing wrestling. Um they're, they used a lot of people who had worked for ECW, and when ECW folded, they took some of the extra people on, so Shane Douglas, and in this case, New Jack. Now, New Jack is a very, very polarizing figure. Mm. And the reason for that is because he is unlike anybody else in professional wrestling ever. He appears to want to kill his um, fellow men. Yes, yeah. I don't understand why anyone would get into the ring with him because he just always seems to be hurting someone. He's a cross between Abdullah the Butcher and <laughs> like one of those Russian serial killers you read about <laughs> who is absolutely chaotic. Whenever you type New Jack into um, Twitter... Uh, sorry, not Twitter, Google. Mm. It always comes... The next word suggested is always incident. Yeah. Because right. he's had so many of them. Well, uh, uh, there's a, there was a, a profile done on him a few years ago by Grantland, which mm. is a, a sort of online... They're a bit like Subvice, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone went out to meet the retired New Jack to talk about his career. And he just... The, the journalist did a really good opening two lines and he just said he is the single most terrifying human being who's ever made a career out of professional wrestling seeing him in public is like seeing a tiger strolling down the sidewalk mm. now the funny thing about new jack is he is either a very dangerous man who should be nowhere near a wrestling ring or he is one of the most believable pro wrestlers that you've ever seen in your life yeah and this is all a charade 
and he is a master manipulator at making you believe what he wants his character to be. Yeah. I lean towards the first. (laughs) (laughs) The way he treats the people in the ring, I would also lean towards the first. I mean, Paul Heyman, who gave New Jack his first big headlining stint in ECW, Mm. uh, he said, I always saw New Jack's performance as a mid-90s urban version of the American dream Dusty Rhodes. Uh, He said he's a bad man, placed in a bad situation, under bad circumstances, and now he's going to show the bad guys how you're truly bad. So... Heyman thought he was impressive. What Heyman knew about him was that people found New Jack very watchable. Yeah. Um, He said, Jerome Young, which is New Jack's real name, Jerome Young inhabits the persona of New Jack as a mechanism to stand up to anything that he feels, rightfully or wrongly, is an intentional disrespect to him as a human being. He is, admittedly, hypersensitive to what he would feel to be someone trying to strip him of his dignity. (laughs) So he's saying he is a great character, but there's maybe a bit too much of the real Jerome Young rooted <laughs> in this mad lunatic he portrays. Um, uh, New Jack has claimed over the years to be a bounty hunter who had four justifiable homicides. No one's ever found any actual paperwork that you know gives a, a credence mm. to that claim. Um, he originally started off in, in uh, Memphis in U- USWA, went to Smoky Mountain Wrestling where he did a very hot racial angle in the South, which... Yeah. Uh, brought him to prominence with ECW. And while in ECW, he had a number of... He was involved in 1996 in the mass transit incident. Yes, where another he, incident. <laughs> he carved up the head of Eric Kulas, who was uh, portraying a character he'd invented called Mass Transit. Um, that led to a legal case that went on for a number of years. Mm. Um, he was acquitted by a jury in that uh, event, and the uh, civil suit that were then brought by Mass Transit's family was subsequently thrown out. Mm. So he managed to get away with that uh, because he was innocent. I'm going to say. <laughs> he he, he um, separated an artery in a, a child's head. He did, yep. And uh, and when he finally died of unrelated um, diabetes and, and uh, obesity mm. um, problems, um, he said, I'm glad he's dead, he deserves to die, etc., etc. It was quite a statement. You see, now, is that New Jack doing an New unpalatable Jack. character? <laughs> or is... That an unpalatable character. That's that's the interesting thing about New Jack. I mean, I, I think in fairness, what I'm doing here is I sound like a ridiculous university professor. Yes. Who, thank you, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll keep your opinions yourself. Um, try and be professional for the sake of the podcast. Uh, who is saying, isn't it fantastically interesting yeah. the way that this football hooligan, uh, mm. uh, it, it, you know, tries to get out his inner turmoil yeah. by screaming that racial abuse mm. at those children. And I think I think the, the problem with New Jack is there are people who say he's one of the great characters. He also seems to be a lunatic, mm. and, and maybe, he's that lunatic all the time. Yes. Yeah. Does he realise that he can stop? <laughs> <laughs> Do you realise New Jack? Amazingly, when ECW folded, which was in about two thousand and one, he was approached by WWE, mm. and they were very very keen to get him for their relaunch of ECW, which happened uh, around about that time. Um, and he ended up not going there and it sounded from what he said uh, as if it was more his decision than theirs mm. WWE will deal with anyone if they think that there's money at the end of the day and New Jack said I didn't want to go to WWE anywhere but there because I knew they couldn't handle me they knew they couldn't handle me we talked but we couldn't agree on stuff the main thing was that they wanted to own my name my character and I wasn't going to give that up um, in 2003 
uh, he severely battered a 69-year-old wrestler called Gypsy Joe, who'd been around for years, and he felt that Gypsy Joe had stiffed him on a couple of shots, and he proceeded to just beat him for 20 minutes with various implements, barbed wire bats, you know, baseball bats, just uh, while the crowd just yell at him to stop. Mm. I mean, it's it's uh, horrific. Uh, it became... It used to be on YouTube. I, I noticed, actually, a, a lot of the places that had it seemed to have... It's been taken down. Right. Gypsy Joe has since passed away, unrelated to that match. Um, the most shocking event was in October 2004, which is an event that happened for Thunder Wrestling Federation, where he ended up stabbing a wrestler called William Jason Lane. Uh, New Jack says nine times, the police said 14, with an eight-inch blade. And that was simply that he felt that this... He'd been in the ring with... He'd been talking to him, his opponent uh, before the match. Uh, a fan had come over and New Jack had said kayfabe to his opponent. And his opponent didn't realise what kayfabe meant and he carried on talking about the match. And New Jack then just said, um, okay, well, let's just work it out in the ring. And when they got in there, he got hit a couple of times by this guy and then he just proceeds to stab him repeatedly. It is absolutely impossible to look at that and not just it's just the record of a crime yes it's um it's how, horrific how did why was he why is he not in prison well amazingly it was filmed by a policeman who was there as right. well and uh, uh the he was charged with various felonies including uh, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and aggravated assault to commit murder mm. um and he then said, well, we agreed beforehand we'd use a piece of metal to inflict injury. The police officer who'd recorded the incident said it went past routine wrestling. Mm. Um, the promoter of the event said, we had no you know, chats about this beforehand. This was not a hardcore event. Um, what had happened was New Jack was taken to the police station and the man said he would drop the charges if New Jack taught him how to wrestle. <laughs> and Jeez. Uh, New Jack, he said in a shoot interview... Went to court, charges dropped, I got the fuck out of Florida, ain't been back since, fuck him. Uh, would I do it again? Yeah, I'd do it again. Should he have died? Yeah, I'm glad he didn't. But it is what it is. <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Merry Christmas, Carlos. Merry Christmas, everyone. We'll see you all next week right here on the New Year's Eve Wait a minute. Prime Time. That was my Rolex? Why would you want to have a short interview with him? <laughs> He's, he gives good copy. That's really it. I mean, I mean, a lot of the shoot interviews with people like Greg Valentine explaining what it's like to be in a car for nine hours. You've got this one where New Jack is saying, I'm going to kill someone. Uh, you know, I'd buy that for a dollar. Um, what, what's happened here is... He's now in XPW, so this this precedes the the stabbing and the and the Gypsy Joe incident. Right, um, but he was in XPW. He'd originally in ECW faced this wrestler called Vic Grimes. Mm. Vic Grimes, pretty forgotten at the time. WWE very hot on him, so he'd come through some of the smaller federations, and he had been ultimately signed to a WWE contract. He even appeared on Raw very, very briefly as a drug-dealing character in a feud with the Godfather, right. whose name was Key. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is a Key? What do you mean? Like as in uh, a key of drugs? Yeah. Is Wait. it like a kilo? I know I know, I know. know people in the 70s used to put drugs on, on their key. car keys and things. Yeah. Oh, it could be a kilo. I don't know. I don't either know. Either or. Either, either or. way, the WWE in 1999 had Would, a character called Key, key. who nice. was a drug dealer. Okay. Um... The guy was sent to ECW to just improve his skills when the Godfather was uh, injured and that, that took the heat out of the, the, the plan they had for him. And the Godfather so, we saw at the weekend. Is that that's right. Godfather? Yeah. As in, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. And so uh, Vic Grimes ends up going to ECW mm. and he ends up in a match at Living Dangerously 2000, a pay-per-view with New Jack. And it's a scaffold match. Right. And what they have is they're on a scaffolding rig. They're 20 feet in the air and Vic Grimes is supposed to take a dive off the scaffolding mm. rig to the floor below. And something goes wrong. And New Jack sort of pushes him, but New Jack manages to fall, and New Jack lands on a table at a funny angle, and he ends up cracking his head on the floor from the 20-foot drop. Mm. And Vic Grimes plummets straight onto his head afterwards. Yeah, And New Jack is very, very badly injured. I mean, horrifically injured. Mm. He gets brain damage. He has brain fluid coming out of his ears and his eyes, his mouth and his nose. Mm. Uh, he loses vision in his right eye. Um, he is hospitalised for months. Um, he says, I have no lingering you know, resentment 
towards Vic Grimes for that. He he did it wrong, but you know these things happen. But then he said he'd heard that Vic Grimes was boasting about putting New Jack out of commission. <laughs> and he decided that the next time they fought each other, he'd do something about it. <laughs> and this match is the next time they fought each other. Right. It's up a 40-foot scaffold where the object is to throw your opponent off the scaffold to win. Yeah, so it's bigger than uh, the Helena Hel- Hel- Cell Mankind business we saw earlier on. It is a gargantuan. It's the sort of thing that you'd see... Um, you know those um, divers that dive off uh, like big, yeah. big ladders on into little paddling pools. <laughs> yeah, like at carnivals. Yeah, that sort of height. It's yeah. really too high. And and have you ever seen a horse jump off of one of those? <laughs> no. Is that something real? I've got um, a picture of a horse like jumping into a tiny bucket. I've seen Dumbo do it. Maybe he it's does Dumbo. That. <laughs> Man, he starts to fly. So why? Where did they get that from? What do you mean? <laughs> Are you saying Walt Disney? Uh, I wouldn't put it past him. Malevolently threw a horse off her. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he thought the horse was Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Open your eyes. It's all around us these days, isn't it? It's, it's actually in this match. There's a weird bit where the commentator, he says, uh, what's all this stuff about Jews? It says. <laughs> and again, you go... Where did that come from? Well, though? I mean, again, you go, well, this is all feeling really weird. It's filmed at 1am in the morning. There's a man who is, says he's killed four people in justifiable homicides. <laughs> there's a 40-foot scaffold. It's dark. And there's a commentator sort of like referencing Jews. <laughs> I, I, what the fuck is this event? Oh, don't worry, it's run by a respected pornographer. <laughs> Let, let's make it very clear, New Jack uh, never uh, admits any anti-Semitism, so it's fine. <laughs> he, um, fine. Uh, they, they go up. Um, mm. uh, they're having their rematch after this horrific incident four years ago when New mm. Jack was very, very injured. And it's a traditional sort of garbagey match. Um, There's the, shit all over the floor. Someone picks up a, a very interesting pizza cutter contraption. I'm very in- interested like, in this. It's five pizza cutters. It's five pizza cutters. Well, Welded together? Yeah, like welded together with a big metal. Like a sort of Italian Freddy Krueger. <laughs> hey, I, I spice up in your dreams! <laughs> um, and uh, they 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 have this match, which mm. is, as you imagine, garbage. The limitations of a scaffold match are numerous. There's been many, many scaffold matches through wrestling history. Mm. The first one is 1971 in Memphis between Jerry Jarrett, the father of Jeff Jarrett, and a guy called Don Green. The problem with scaffold matches is the wrestlers hate doing them because there's yeah. a really high chance of getting injured. Yeah, uh, they, they look nervous when they're up there as well. Yeah, uh, they tend to not look as spectacular as you'd hope, mm. but they usually re- you know, end up really damaging people. Jim yeah. Cornette took a bump off one in, in the 80s and it just destroyed, you know, I think his, his shoulder, I think, was just destroyed. Yeah. Um, and thirdly, they don't get going until you get up the scaffold. Yeah. So everything that leads up to that it's bit is irrelevant. Yeah. You know, you just you know they have to get up there at some point mm. and everything is just padding until they do. Yeah. What happens in, in, in this one is they finally get up there and they've got a stack of tables. And the tables are four high and four across. Yeah. So there are sixteen tables or whatever. There may even be some on the other side and it's thirty two. Mm. And the basic idea between that is to try and slow down yeah. your descent. To sort of absorb a little bit of the um, yeah. pressure. Yeah. Now, who's tried this out? <laughs> no one is the answer. No one's gone. Is it going to be better if you go through a load of tables? Yeah, exactly. So you hit the tables. No doubt one of the fucking legs on the tables goes through your fucking body. <laughs> your throat. Your throat. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not like... I don't know. 
is that safer? Because it's not like you just sort it of do, go... I mean, it would absorb it, but then still, no. But also, they'll skid out, won't they? Yeah. It's not like they just go down like a neat concertina. <laughs> you just go, oh, you, you'll get on there, and what'll happen? Oh, I don't know, it'll probably fire you off into... In Somewhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, you're not going to survive. <laughs> but we've set them up now. There's <laughs> <laughs> unfolded them. So they finally get up uh, to the top, and then there's another bit of New Jack mystique, which is New Jack pulls out a stun gun. Yes. And there are rumours or, or discussions and opinions as to whether or not Vic Grimes had any idea that was going to happen, <laughs> and whether the stun gun itself is real. And New Jack claims it was, and he stunned him, and then he picked him up and he throws him off the scaffold. And the fall is absolutely terrifying. It's horrible, isn't it? It's so frightening that even when he's landed, you feel worried. Yeah. It's just horrific. Because he hits the first table, the first table sort of falls in on the second table, and the second table just propels him into the um, ropes. It's sort of amazing how few of those tables get dislodged. Yeah. Incredible! <laughs> it's just like you just bounced, you just bounced him off halfway just to hit the ropes. To ba- I mean, the ropes kind of save him a little bit. The ropes he'd land save on the his life. Yeah, if he'd land on the concrete. He'd been fucked. Absolutely, New Jack. Uh, he he has always said that he legitimately was trying to kill Vic Grimes, <laughs> and that he threw him off, and he attempted to either get him to land on the turnbuckle, uh, which would undoubtedly have killed him, or he tried to get him to land on the concrete outside the ring. People disagree with this. So if you watch the match, it seems that Vic Grimes is propelling himself mm. and he just slightly overshoots it. Mm. Now, I say the word slightly. It sounds, that sounds very delicate for what happens, which is a man falls 40 feet and lands on a rope, <laughs> breaks his ankle and is, is literally 30 centimetres from dying. Mm. Um, this is, to some degree, a legacy of the Hell in the Cell match. Right. With Mick Foley and The Undertaker. Okay. Which is, how do you go one better than being thrown five metres onto a table? Did not invite New Jack. Not that much. <laughs> New Jack, like Cactus Jack, is seen as being a hardcore icon. Mm. He was a, a hardcore wrestler. There are A lot of people who said he was not a bad wrestler uh, in his early days, mm. but that he did this hardcore style and nobody did it as convincingly as he did. Mm. Again, either because he was very good at it as a wrestler, or because he was very good at it as a human being. Um, Paul Heyman's always been very, very uh, positive about New Jack, having worked with him for a number of years. Mm. But he also says he's a very, very underrated talker on the mic. 99% of people in the wrestling business cannot hold a candle to New Jack. Um, He is a very divisive character. For me, it's not particularly my taste. I find it an interesting thing, again, with wrestling, that even in 1999, at a time when there's never been more money sloshing through it, where it's becoming mainstream, you can have someone like Cactus, uh, like uh, New Jack, who mm. is like something from a nightmare, who is able to become a legitimate main event star, albeit at a level, uh, and somehow he can build a career in a business that, I don't know, should he have been there? <laughs> I find it mystifying. I mean, he's kind of kept him doing what he does elsewhere, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, you you can't say he's not fascinating. (laughs) No, you can't. (laughs) He's a fascinating character. Remember when Louis Threw went to um, South Africa and met uh, a bloke called Malevin? Yes. And he he was like completely unrepentant about all of his crimes. He was saying, so what if... um, what if they won't give you the money? She goes, I put the I put the baby in the oven. Oh yes, I put the baby in the oven. I turned the oven on. 
That's how I do the crime. I do the crime. Do you know New Jack? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very scared of New Jack. <laughs> um, New Jack retired in 2013, uh, and he was very, very unsentimental about wrestling. He said, uh, nice. dude, it was just a job. It was a job to me. I don't have a moment where I can say this is my best match, or this is what I did and I wanted to do. I don't have that. Uh, it was part of something that paid my bills, and I was cool with it. That was it. So not 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 the most. I mean, you hope in a way to go at the end. That is the end of the performance uh, <laughs> and scene. I played the maniacal New Jack, <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, it seems uh, the word "play" is not that. I am the maniacal New Jack. That's uh, like the, the the horrifying twist. I just don't know why anybody who ran a wrestling concern would want him in your life. Like, why would he? Why? Two reasons: he could sell tickets, yeah, and still. you, as a wrestling promoter, are sleaze. <laughs> um, he actually makes it to Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two. Why? Jack. You can earn a call sign titled New Jack, which refers to when he stabbed his opponent. So oh. I believe you get it for a stabbing. Oh, so the video game industry—they're also proving that as tawdry hmm. as the wrestling business. Well. um... Uh, Kevin, uh, who is in um, the film American Beauty? Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. I does cannot wait to find out how this episode is ending. Kevin Carry Spacey on. Kevin Spacey was also in a Call of Duty game. Was he? So it's not the last thing I've done. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Um, the XPW pretty much shut up shop in 2003 when the owners Rob Black and Lizzie Borden were indicted on obscenity charges uh, relating to their pornography business. <laughs> not New Jack. Chucking <laughs> no. a man off some scaffolding and uh, killing him. They had a, a, a big trial sort of involving federal agents, so presumably that's been brought by the government. Right. Um, they had a long trial and they, they just sort of said, we can't look after this company while we're doing this. And mm. so they sold it on. Um, it did keep on going. It was sold to another company, the XBW Name and Video Library in 2004. And with a couple of name changes, I think they became Wrestling Society X. Oh. Uh, but they almost got television. And at one point, with the, with the name change, they um, filmed a number of pilots. They involved people like Hulk Hogan and Mr. Perfect. Oh. So they did almost get, get there. legitimacy. But unfortunately, it was not to be. On some rickety scaffolding that New Jack has tased a man on. Absolutely. I tell you what, if you've only just started listening to this podcast and you think, <laughs> let me have a listen and, you know, I'll find some matches that will tell me what wrestling's about, don't start with Don't start ones. with this one. Don't, Just... don't do the bathhouse. Don't do the New Jack <laughs> one. I wouldn't even necessarily do King of the Rings. It's definitely an outlier, isn't it, this one? Yeah. Um... A bit like Vic Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> there are seven different versions of this on YouTube. What I like about this match is that the thing, the difference between, because um, I'm obviously do a football podcast, I'm not obviously I do a football podcast, and trying to find old clips of matches in the 90s, actually quite difficult because mm. um, football fans aren't necessarily quite as geeky yeah. or, or as aware of um, MP3, MP4 um, compression and how you can make something look good yeah. online. Wrestling fans, they know how to look, make things look good online. There are a few different versions, of varying different qualities, and you can always find um, a historic match in decent quality, approaching yeah. at least a 480 yeah. version yeah. Um, on, on YouTube. So well done, wrestling fans. There for is, being some, there is some remarkable stuff. I mean, it is worth saying, a lot of the matches that we've talked about uh, outside of WWE we would not be able to access them. They're not commercially available. No. I believe a lot of the, the companies who would be able to license them are mired in either sort of, you know, just confusing end game company politics or, yeah. or, or the rights owners have either disappeared or people are just sitting on them because they don't know what to do with them. Mm. Without YouTube, the history of wrestling 
would look like a very different place. It really is. If you just a little tip, and I don't need to encourage people to do crime, but the whole of like pro wrestling Noah from the two thousands, mm. people have uploaded the three hour cards. And if you've never seen things like Noah or New Japan. YouTube has some shows in full and they are in amazing quality. Mm. Quality that I've never seen them in, yeah. even though I've been a fan for, you know, 30 years. Mm. Just Daily, incredible stuff. Daily Motion's quite good. They don't seem to take stuff down. <laughs> no. And also, you know, while we're talking just about stuff to watch, um, everyone will know this, I'm sure, but, but Botchamania mm. on Vimeo. Oh, yes. But Matthew just does a really, really amazing, stellar job. And it just it just makes you love wrestling. It's so much fun. It's such a unlike this show. It's a good hearted look <laughs> at the ridiculousness of the of the business, rather than a um, a, a furious diatribe about <laughs> early death and racism. Well, we basically um, it basically what I like about Botchmania is it's all a little kind of like kinks and and silliness and, and mm. bits you sort of notice that we sort of noticed when we went through WrestleMania, I noticed that he picked up on the same kind of thing. Yeah. Sort of thing. Like just people like talking too loud next to the cameras and stuff. And, yeah. oh, man. I think, I feel we should, I should say, you know, we we, we, we did it first. Even <laughs> it, even though in terms of time and the yeah. time scale, it looks like we did it years after. What is time? <laughs> <laughs> I've just found a little salt sachet from um, Nando's and I'm just dip, dipping my little finger into it. Keep me going. <laughs> Ah. What is time? Oh. What is time? Uh, right, uh, we'll be back with our final show, and we're going to make it a good one because, uh, quite frankly, we have to. Uh, <laughs> I think that we might be hurtling. If I work out my dates properly, I think we're hurtling towards um, 2019. What is time? What is time, though? What is time? One, two, three. I'm going to do this here. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, You're nine, counting 10, your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the thirtieth. The next and final episode of this run will be in twenty nineteen. Amazing. Unless I fucked it right up, which is <laughs> very much possible. Oh. See you next time. No. In a couple of days' time. Enjoy. Bye. Goodbye. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Supply. See site for details. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.